What number is this, Chip? Episode 69, a show we're going to call Monkey's Souvenir. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, like, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Listening to Zilch. I am one of your hosts, Ken Mills. Today I'm not going to be doing a lot of talking. Instead, we're going to turn the microphone over to you. Today you will be hearing from some of our listeners who are lucky enough to see the monkeys on September 16th, 2016, at the beautiful Pantages Theater, where Michael Nesmith hung up his blonde Gretsch and wool hat as a member of the Touring Monkeys Band. The people that you'll be hearing today are Monkeys fans who are lucky enough to be at that show. This is our way to bring you to that very important day, and we all share this. So in my curiosity, I did a search for what Pantages might mean. It said that Pantages was a name that was an Americanized form of the Greek word Pantasius, from a personal name that meant, may you live forever. To all of those who were there in attendance that night, to all of us who will get to experience it through this, may the monkeys live forever. So without further ado, Take your seats. The show is about to begin. But first, let's turn it over to the man who recorded this, Elliot Marks. Hello, Zilchers. This is Elliot Marks. I'm the guy that brought the microphone into the Pantages show and uploaded it to share with everyone. Having lived in Los Angeles basically my whole life, I've been afforded so many opportunities to see one-of-a-kind shows. I was a kid and went to the Monkey's Greek show where Nesmith came out in 86. I saw McCartney play uh, Jimmy Kimmel on Hollywood Boulevard. I saw Ringo play at a boutique, and while it sounds like I'm bragging, I always sort of feel bad for fans that don't get all the opportunities that I've had. And there was no real response on the internet uh, regarding if there would be a DVD of this performance or a CD, and I thought, hmm, <laughs> maybe I can just uh, bring in a microphone and try to record the show in old 70s-style bootleg manner. Just to be shared, just freely share... Uh, with the hope that maybe uh, Rhino or somebody did record the show and we'd get a professional copy later. Uh, you know, for every one of us at the Pantages, I, I mean, literally, every one of us equals thousands of people that couldn't be at the Pantages that, that would have been. For every person who came in from England or uh, I saw a group of women from Japan, uh, there were thousands that, that couldn't attend that show. Uh, many of whom go and see the monkeys and support the monkeys when they come to their town, and it's Mickey and Peter, and it's a great show, but this thing that was happening, and it seems only in L.A. and a little bit of Arizona and Monterey, I suppose, 
needed to be shared with those thousands of people. Uh, I was had that seat on the aisle, set it up, hit go, and recorded the show. The next morning, I had work, was not able to check the audio. I had my fingers crossed. I was hoping, yeah, I hope it didn't distort. I hope you don't hear me breathing. I hope it doesn't click against the, the, the button in my breast pocket. Yeah, I had no idea if the audio turned out. I did take some caution to, <laughs> this is the sacrifice I made, to not applaud or... Uh, or sing along with songs, uh, you know, and, and despite really wanting to sing along with, with the monkeys on what I imagine will be the last time I see them, I sort of kept quiet because, A, I didn't want to uh, mar the recording and B, the idea of hearing me sing harmony, and uh, if this did get out, and it has, uh, <laughs> it would be uh, an embarrassment I couldn't live with, I mean. So, yeah, I sat there still. You could hear the people around me, and I think uh, occasionally I applaud uh, in, uh, in she. But everyone shouts, hey, and I think I did that once or twice, and I think you could hear it, but oh well. And so I EQ'd it, made it louder and uh, more present, I think, along with some pictures I took and some video I took. I posted on YouTube. I posted this, I don't know, 5 or 6 p.m. on Saturday night, and... Right now, uh, a couple days later, and my life has not returned to normal yet. The outpouring of appreciation I've received is, you know, is, is really, really great. Uh, people saying, oh, <laughs> you're a rock and roll archivist, or you're the hero of the day. I mean, it's all really flattering and, uh, you know, en enjoyable to, to, to read things like that. People had made little memes of me saving the day or whatever it was. And it's all very, very, uh, <laughs> it feels really good, I suppose. You know, this this thing had a life of its own. I mean, I, I pleaded and the best I can that nobody should profit off of this. And it should be shared in, you know, a nice, good, you know, hippie kind of spirit of this is not mine. This, you know, no... This is not for sale. It's not for profit. It's none of that. It's it is just for those that couldn't hear the show and uh, and and see Mike on his last performance. I I, I really hope that Rhino releases this. Uh, I I really enjoyed the show, though I was stiller than I normally am at concerts and much more quiet. Uh, but it it really has paid off in the sort of overwhelming uh, approval I've received and I feel like I did the right thing and I really appreciate everyone who's had nice things to say and uh, I'm glad this show is out there. I think I've rambled enough here. That's all I've got to say, I think. Bye. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC.
Zilch Meetup in three, two, one. Hi, Zilch Nation. This is Christine Wolf, your Zilch Button Queen, coming to you from the road somewhere north of Monterey, California. My husband, daughter, and I are traveling to see the monkeys perform in San Francisco after having seen their historic 50th anniversary show at the beautiful Pantages Theater in Los Angeles, where Michael Nesmith gave his farewell performance as a monkey. It was an emotional evening filled with love and tears and laughter, but not just because of the concert. It was actually also because of Zilch. You know, I have to say, since discovering the Zilch podcast and Facebook page about a year ago, my life really hasn't been the same. I've immersed myself into a loving community of like-minded monkeys fans and formed friendships with some people that I never would have met otherwise. Without Zilch, I wouldn't have known about all the monkey shines going on in 2016, the Year of the Monkeys, including the tour, let alone take on the fun job of distributing the highly prized Zilch buttons and representing Zilch at the meetup in L.A. Well, on the evening of the concert, with 150 Zilch buttons in my bag and a giant Zilch banner around my daughter's neck, my family hit the streets of Hollywood. The meetup was more like a traveling road show, actually, as we first met Melinda Flowers Gildard and Sandy Cayley, who had come all the way from England for the concert, for a tour of the Walk of Fame. At the Monkey's Star, we came upon Masoro Hare and members of Team Red Maracas from Japan. And later at dinner at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, we met so many Zilch members that we practically filled the entire restaurant. Once we arrived at Pantages, we met up with Richard and Sarah Woloski 
And then we were swarmed with people saying hello and asking for buttons and even lining up for them at one point. We gave buttons to Monkees actress Valerie Vinay, Marty Ross from The New Monkees, J-pop singer and friend of the show Stephanie Yanez, author Roseanne Walsh and Fred and Linda Velez, and even John Hughes from Rhino got one. I laughed with and hugged and talked to so many people that I lost my voice before we even took our seats. And there wasn't a button left over when all was said and done. The Zilch podcast and Facebook community are very well loved. It was palpable as we all met and it lent a more tangible realness to the friendships that some of us have formed online. Well, finally it was time. Everyone took their seats, the lights went down, and the crowd roared as the video intro played and the band took the stage. The applause and cheers from the crowd lasted almost a full minute before the band launched into Last Train to Clarksville. Sitting, well, standing, in front of Nez, it was easy to see how genuinely pleased he was to be on stage with his old bandmates and brothers. More than once throughout the night, he appeared touched by the audience's response to the show, and I think I even saw him choking back a few tears at the end. From the opening lick of Papa Jean's Blues to the closing notes of Tapioca Tundra, Nez's lead vocals were strong and evocative. And although he left the stage more than once, Nez played on 20 of the 32 songs in the two-set show. And yes, Mike's participation was a featured highlight, but this was still a monkey's show. Mickey commanded the stage with all the energy and charisma that fans have come to expect from the frontman. And although I was not picked to sing Going Down, doggone it, Mickey and I did make eye contact more than once as we sang to each other. No, really, we did! Peter charmed my daughter with his dance moves during Auntie Griselda, and his vocals shone especially bright while duetting with Davey on Shades of Grey and Mickey on Words. The entire band was on fire, and Christian Nesmith and Cersei Link fit in seamlessly, adding great depth to the vocals and instrumentation. All night, I danced and sang and drummed my hands on the stage. It was a concert I'll never forget. You know, I've tried all weekend to pinpoint one song or moment as the pinnacle for me. There are just too many. Hearing rarely performed songs, feeling the hard driving energy on numbers like Listen to the Band and Circle Sky and Steppin' Stone, the poignancy of Shades of Grey and Me and Magdalena, and then, of course, the crowd's wild enthusiasm for Birth of an Accidental Hipster proved that it was a high point for many. In the end, for me, the celebration of the music that has been with me my entire life. Sharing that with my husband and daughter and with so many members of Zilch Nation, that's the memory that's going to last. So thank you, Mickey and Peter and Michael and Davey, for a lifetime of music and laughter and love. And a special thank you to you, Ken, for creating and nurturing the amazing, loving community that is known as Zilch.
Thank you guys. We, uh, we're going to do a couple of songs that uh, whose original singer will not be joining us tonight, sadly. Um, so, and nobody replaces the man, you know, but we're going to kind of split it up a little between us. And uh, here's one. Here's one now. Thank you. 
his thoughts on the evening, everyone's favorite monkey pal, Jeff Gerringer. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate that you give me a few minutes here to talk about an amazing evening at the Pantages Theater. Coming into the event, I really wasn't quite sure what my emotions would be. I'm ecstatic and happy, as always, to see the guys together and singing as monkeys. I was a little sad and depressed that this would be Michael Nesmith's final farewell as a member of the concert-going monkeys. Our afternoon started, I was lucky enough to have one of the soundcheck tickets, and we actually had an amazing 45 minutes at the soundcheck. Um, about the first 30, the guys were working through arrangements, things they had changed um, from Michael's songs while Peter was away, um, worked real hard on Birth of an Accidental Hipster. It really was fun to watch the inner twine and the workings that the guys were doing along with their band and how quickly they they put it all together. It, it really was fun to watch. Mike seemed surprised that we were out there. We'd applaud after he'd get done and he'd go, oh yeah, there's people out there. But there was only about 20 of us, so we felt very blessed and very lucky to be able to watch the monkeys rehearse. Then it turned into kind of like a formalized uh, sound check. Um, they introduced the band for us. They explained what everyone does. We met the audio guy, the video guy. Um, and then Peter did a great blues song for us, just for us, 
it, it was so much fun to see the, the guys interact and to get kind of a private concert. It felt very special. But the next part is a part I didn't expect. Um, when the lobby opened and all the Zilch fans came up, there was such a love and appreciation uh, for, for everyone that had a Zilch button on and people that wanted a Zilch button. Thank you to the podfather, Ken Mills. He's created quite an environment and quite a love fest for the monkeys and for Zilch and the people that belong to it. There's such a love and appreciation for people when they say, oh, you're Jeff from Zilch or, you know, you're, you're Richard from Zilch. And it's, it's just fun to watch people's reactions. And we really are part of a secret club. Uh, appreciate the monkeys, but we also appreciate ourselves and we appreciate the intelligence and the, the love and the warm feelings that we all have uh, when we contribute to the Zilch podcast or the Zilch Facebook page. So many people were there once the concert finally to get started. It was great to see Nez with the band. It's it's just always, it's the monkeys, but when Michael is involved, it's just something more. He did so many of the songs that we know and love from him. You Told Me and Sunny Girlfriend sang lead on The Girl I Knew Somewhere. Um, stayed and did Mary Mary. I mean, Mickey did the lead, but, you know, it's Michael's song. And uh, I have to tell you, it was just it was just great. The audience, the energy was amazing. Um, after intermission, they came back powerful again. Y- you forget how great their catalog is. Um, I was worried about myself. The song Shades of Grey has always been very special for me. And to hear the way they do it now with Davy's voice singled out. Um, there were a lot of tears shed during that song because I know it means a lot to a lot of people. Uh, but nothing prepared me for Nez. Um, towards the end of the concert, the band left the stage. And Michael came out on a stool and was adjusting his microphone stand. And luckily, because where I was seated, you could see the misty in his eyes. You could tell he he knew this was his swan song. When he told us the story of Tapioca Tundra, where this song and the monkeys and everything is no longer a part of me, now it's part of you. <laughs> See, I even get a little misty talking about it. Um, it was a, a very, very powerful, powerful event. Um, when the song was done, he was visibly shaken up. Um, he wasn't crying, but you could tell he was fighting back tears and, and did a good job of it. If this is our farewell with Michael Nesmith, whew, what a way to go out. What a way to go out. Um, the energy of that crowd loved him from the moment that concert started till it ended. And it was love for Mickey, love for Peter, and especially love for Davey, who was no longer with us. Um, by the time the concert was done, it was just hard to put into, into words what it was, how it was. There were so many people, monkey faces that you knew. If I tried to name all the VIPs and all the Zilch people that I met in and greeted that night it would be too long but that was a special night for those of you that were there you know it was special and the joy of modern-day electronics because of Facebook because of YouTube you can share the excitement with us you can see what happened on stage and I, I urge you to pull out Michael Nesmith's tapioca tundra it's, it was amazing because I'm lucky enough to live in Los Angeles, I've seen some pretty incredible monkey performances. 
I always used to say my all-time favorite concert was Mike's appearance in 1986 at the Greek Theater. It was 18 years since he'd performed with the guys at that point, and it was a special night. But the Pantages is pretty darn close. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for sharing that. See, I'm going to get choked up again. <coughs> Sorry. I'm 56 years old. I should have more decorum. But thank you, Michael, for what you did. It was an amazing thing for the fans. It was great. It was tremendous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you get a chance to see the guys, no matter where they are, it's still the monkeys. It still gets you excited. And you forget, they're not just a band. They're not just our favorite band or our favorite song. They've become a community. And that's where Zilch comes in. Zilch is a special community as well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for giving all the love that you share for those of us to contribute. And thank you to the Monkees for 50 incredible years. Thanks for the opportunity, Ken.
Hey Zilchers, Melinda Gildar here, and our most brilliant pawfather, Ken Mills, has given me the opportunity to tell you about my experience seeing the Monkees 50th anniversary show at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles. First, just so you know, I'm still pinching myself to make sure that this actually happened to me. You know, just a mere three months ago, I was watching the Monkees with Mickey and Peter live for the very first time in my life in Hammond, Indiana. And now I'm here at what could be Michael Nesmith's last show as a monkey. You know, I spent less than 24 hours in L.A. and I got to spend time with the most wonderful Zilchers. You know, there was the button lady, Christine Carlson Wolf, the sweet Sandy Cayley, who came all the way from England, Missouri Hare and T. Red um, Rockas, who came from Japan, Monkey Man Kevin, the lovely Aubrey Smith, and Richard and Sarah Wolowski, and so many more. Now, I actually didn't give it a second thought and jump on the flight at the crack of dawn with my Zilch gear and poncho in tow to witness this amazing event. You know, and what I looked forward to most was just hearing my favorite Mike songs. This show overall was much different than the Hammond, Indiana show I saw back in June. Mickey and Peter were fantastic, of course, and I really, really liked the dynamic between them when they performed. Two keys my ass. They killed it. With Mike now in the equation at the Pantages, the set list was Nes leaning, but Mickey gave one of the best performances I've ever seen him give. And I did miss Peter's version of Look Out Here Comes Tomorrow and Early Morning Blues and Greens, but he still rocked it like never before. So though they didn't play during the summer, I was damn near standing on my seat when Birth of an Accidental Hipster started. And like my friend Matthew Gary from the Zilch Facebook page wrote me teasing, I would have completely lost it if they sang Hard to Believe. So, hey, if Davy can sing Nine Times Blue, how come Ness couldn't build out Hard to Believe? Well, anyway, the seamless transition between Sometime in the Morning and Me and Magdalena was so heavenly. Michael's acoustic performance of Tapioca Tundra is one of the best live performances of any artist at any time, anywhere. But that's when it actually started sinking in. I, I started tearing up because listening to the lyrics, you know, I, I was realizing that this may truly be the last time I get to see him perform as a monkey. Well, after the show, you know, hanging with the Zilch crew again was completely awesome. Getting pictures with Mickey and Coco was beyond my wildest imagination. I was just happy to be there in my seat in mezzanine section 107 row G. But overall, being a part of this Zilch community means so much to me, and I never, ever want it to end. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys. You're sitting there by the fire
Hey, hey, Zilch Nation. This is Richard. And this is Sarah. And we were so looking forward to this Monkees concert ever since, the, well, the tickets went on sale. This is for the Pantages concert that happened on September the 16th. And really, uh, I don't think, well, I would have been really into it, but if it hadn't been for Zilch, uh-huh. with all of the support behind it and keeping the fandom alive, that's what really made me very, very excited about going to the concert. Yeah, I know. We had bought tickets before Mike said that he was going to be there, right? Yeah. yeah, so back then it was just Mickey and Peter. Uh-huh. And well, then you add Mike in, and it just sweetens the deal. <laughs> and it was a uh, it was a magical monkey's day, to be, to be honest, because Sarah and I went to so many different monkeys shooting locations before going over to the monkeys concert and meeting all of our new Zilch friends. Yeah, and part of the fun of it was we were dressed for the occasion. If you're going to do a Monkees concert, you've got to wear their iconic eight-button shirt. Right. And so- after after 20 concerts, I finally <laughs> did it. Yeah. Yeah, so all the week before, we were looking for the right color red, and uh, we made the shirts, and uh, it was just so much fun. Yeah, we bought our tickets like two months ahead of time, and we thought... This day will never get here. It'll never get here. And suddenly it was here, and it's like, oh, hold on, I don't want it to be here yet. I want. I love the anticipation. I love the buildup. But I'm, I'm very glad it got there. I'm very glad that we did as much as we did in that one day, from visiting Monkey's locations to seeing the concert to meeting new friends, to meeting Mickey Dolans. It was amazing. All right. Well, what did it all mean to you, Richard? I know you're the big Monkey's fan since you were a kid. What it meant to me was. The fact that I got to see the monkeys on their 50th anniversary. <laughs> I was there for their 20th anniversary in 1986, and I thought 20 years, that's a thats a lifetime and a half. <laughs> but I only known back then that 30 years later, I'd be going to the 50th anniversary. Wow. And I'd be going with my sweetie wife, Sarah, <laughs> dressed up in the eight-button monkeys shirts. They should really give those names, those shirts, a name. I know. <laughs> the Gene Ashman shirts, the John Wayne style shirts. You know what? From here well, on in, let's just call them the Monkeys shirts. Yeah, that's what I've been calling them. So, Sarah, this is your third or fourth Monkeys concert. What did this Monkeys concert mean to you? It meant sharing your fandom with you. Yeah, with with each Monkeys concert, you you get to know more and more of the songs. Yes, that's true. The other previous Monkeys concerts, I only ever know their music because you have basically a tape in your car that was constantly playing a tape yeah no like before well your old car oh okay you had that yeah. tape that was stuck yeah that was stuck in my in my tape deck but you know what if a tape is going to be stuck it should be the best of the monkeys <laughs> it's true so that's what you had stuck in your tape deck so i knew the songs but in this concert we had actually gotten that big blu-ray disc set so we've been watching all the monkeys episodes and we were halfway through season two when the concert came around so i actually had more context and i i knew who all the monkeys were and, <laughs> and their personalities the clips, you knew yes. what was going on now yeah exactly yeah so i was very happy to be able to share that with you and and get more context for these these amazing monkeys so sarah what was your favorite song or moment in the concert my favorite song was me and magdalena because that was when they were playing clips of 
Davey on the screen. Oh, yeah. And I believe, was Mike singing that? Mike was singing, yes. Mike was singing, and uh, Mickey too. You know, they take different moments, but you could tell they were super into it, and just the emotion they were singing with, plus the Davey clips, it just gave it a whole new meaning, and I found myself, like, crying. <laughs> like, oh. Well, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. No, not at all. What about for you? I'm going to say Tapioca Tundra was my favorite moment because Mike cleared the stage and it was just him telling a story about how after one particular concert, Peter was mentioning that they are a unified group as the monkeys and Mike said, wait a minute, there's one more element to all this and that's the audience. Ah. And he wrote a song about all, all that experience. Perfect. Another great moment was when they sang She Makes Me Laugh. And Mickey sounded just as great in concert live than he did on the album. And usually that's that's not something very easy to do. You have the studio produced album and you have the live version. And a lot of times they sound nothing alike. (laughs) But Mickey sounded just fantastically singing this song live. And it was just one of those moments where you think, yeah, they really should induct the monkeys into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Hashtag induct the monkeys. <laughs> so this was a great concert because it wasn't just me and you. It was no. me, you, and the whole Zilch family. Yeah, it was great to meet up with them beforehand and afterwards. And then even walking down the aisles, people would recognize us yeah. by our red shirts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know you guys from Zilch. Yeah. From- <laughs> Which was really great. And we had met Valerie Karras Vinay because of Zilch. We met Marty Ross, who who started to eat my arm because of Zilch. <laughs> Don't know why he did that, but you know what? To each is their own. Uh, exactly. So it just really opened up a whole new world going to this concert. And we couldn't be more thankful to Ken and the group for doing as much as they had. Zilch brings people together, and we're thankful to be part of that community. So thank you, Zilch, for making this all possible. And a big shout-out to you, Ken Mills, for bringing this all together. And most important of all, we would like to thank the Beatles for making it all happen. (laughs) That was a Mike Nesmith. Nice. Ken will know what that means. All right.
come on, not a one of you is that old. Well, maybe three. Anyway, uh, some 50 years, a little while ago, some guys had the bright idea of putting together a, a cast of a, a bunch of guys, young guys, and making a TV show about a rock. And uh, turns out these, these boys had a Pinocchio complex. They wanted to become real live boys. So, um, fortunately, the producers were Geppettos themselves, so they were kind of all for it. And the result was that we actually got to, you know the, you know the rumor, right? The stuff was the monkeys don't play their own instrument. Wait, wait, I rented this. <laughs> So, uh, so we got the, you know, got the right to play on the third album, the headquarters. That was where we were. From. And, uh, I contributed a song to that album uh, with a little bit of help from a friend, uh, and uh, the song was chosen to close the TV show. After that, it's the, it's the closing theme for the second year on. Uh, yes, it was indeed a privilege and a pleasure and a bit of acid reflux to have the song chosen. But uh, we're going to do it for you now. Actually, Mickey sang it originally, but as you can tell, he's just absolutely wiped. So I'm going to do it. So something like this. Those exact Thank you. 
here's another song off our new album, a CD. Actually, it's available in vinyl, so we're back to albums. <laughs> I can laugh at my kids now. I just do it. <laughs> you bring the summer! short from popcrackle.com, a music blog focusing on collecting music in vintage formats, including uh, vinyl, cassettes, and even CDs. Um, I live in Riverside, located in beautiful but hot Southern California. <laughs> um, I'm 44, so I remember watching the marathon of the monkey show on MTV in, um, I, I believe, um, early 1986. So I've been a huge fan for over 30 years. I believe I first heard about the tour back in May or June when uh, I believe Mickey uh, posted about it on Facebook. 
I knew it was probably my only chance to see the monkeys live, so in June, I convinced the wife that it would be the best present ever for my birthday in September. Three months is a long time to build up anticipation. When the day finally came, I was ecstatic and nervous. But I knew what I was about to see at the Pentatus Theater in Hollywood was going to blow my mind. Knowing Mickey and Peter would be there, I was thrilled. But hearing rumors that Mike would be there made me excited that I was really going to be seeing something truly special. Uh, then there was news, or maybe just a rumor, that his final performance would be an earlier show in another town. I was so disappointed. I was devastated, even. Uh, so when we got confirmation from Nez himself that the Pentagus would be his last show, you better believe I was relieved. So the idea of seeing the three, uh, Mickey, Peter, and Mike, perform one last time meant the world to me. I felt blessed to be a part of it. There were so many, so many amazing parts to the show. Hearing the monkeys theme before the band came out, it just completely built up the anticipation and the excitement. You could just feel the energy in the, in the crowd as we were waiting for the band to come out. And oh, it was so, so good. Uh, Mickey playing the timpani for Randy Skouskit. Uh Peter's little dance. Oh my goodness, he's a better dancer than me. <laughs> and who can forget the hug at the beginning of the show? Uh, but there was a moment when Mickey dragged the stool over near Mike, and he sat facing him. I wondered what in the world is about to happen. And they blew me away with a beautiful, heartfelt performance of me and Magdalena. That was definitely a high point for me, but as I said, there were so, so many. It wasn't until I uh, posted an unboxing of the CD of Good Times on YouTube uh, that I realized what a huge following the band still has. Uh, not only a following, but a community of fans eager to share in the joy the monkeys bring us. I received so many positive comments about my video and my obvious excitement about the new album. So I decided to seek out groups on Facebook, such as Zilch, um, that help bring fans together to share experiences and memories. Um, you know, posting video clips and, and uh, uh, memorabilia we've purchased and all that kind of thing. You know, it's fun seeing these things. Uh, so being a part of that makes me feel like I am part of something very, very special. Ken, thank you so much for having me on the show.
Hi, this is Peter Tork, and you're listening to Zilch. It's a monkey's podcast. Hello, Zilchers out there. This is Fred Velez talking to you from Ben Franks in, on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. And I'm here with the very wonderful Valerie Cares Pinier. And Valerie has a few things to say about the uh, Monkey's 50th anniversary, don't you, Valerie? I do. First of all, I want to thank all of the fans because I love you guys so much. You're so good to me. You made me feel like a star when I arrived. And um, I'm just so thankful for you. And the show was spectacular, absolutely spectacular. Um, the boys are in great shape. They're healthy. They did a show that I can't believe. And um, unfortunately, we said goodbye to Michael Nesmith. But um, we have our memories, don't we? And, uh, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing you, and I'll be looking forward to seeing Mickey and Peter on the road somewhere. Uh, and I send my love to all, all of you, all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Valerie. This is, again, Fred Velez and... Valerie Carries Vinay. Talk to you from the site of Ben Franks, which is now a Mel's drive-in in uh, the Sunset Strip in California. Wishing Zilchers out there a happy 50th anniversary.
Well, hello, Craig. Hello, Megan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I, I'm good. Uh, what, what, good. What are we doing uh, over here on Zilch? We're this here isn't on our Zilch. usual stomping grounds. This is pretty crazy, but, but Ken, the podfather, asked us to stop by Zilch and talk about our recent experience at the Monkey's Pantages show, the last performance of Michael Nesmith with the Monkeys. Oh, well, hello, Ken. Hey, Ken. So wow. tell me, what, Craig. Yeah. What were you looking forward to going into the show? Um, I don't know. Is, is there a, a better answer than uh, the last scheduled performance of Michael Nesmith as a monkey? No, not I mean, really. There's, uh, I was, okay, if we're putting that aside, I was looking to something different in the set list than the show that we previously saw in Hammond, Indiana. Sure. Yes. Looking right? forward to some, some Mike flavor there. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. just, uh, you know, a show in a, a, a cool place, an exotic place that I hadn't been. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. With, with my same page cast partner, Megan. That's me. Hey, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, all the same really. And, um, and I just had a lot of emotion going into the show for sure. Yeah. Um, we, you know, folks can go over to same page cast and hear our, um, review of the entire show and hear me kind of get teary, Aww. but, um, you Complete know, with, uh, clips from the show also yes, should add beautifully produced by my Wonder- partner, Craig. Well, per- you know, I, I, it wouldn't have been that great if not for, uh, uh getting a, a tape of that show. So I was very, very happy about that. Yes, so everybody, you know, take a listen if you'd like to hear us talk about it in depth. But we wanted to share with you here at Zilch, you know, what it meant to us to to see Mike's last performance with the Monkees. What was it like for you, Craig? Uh, It was highly emotional. It was uh, from minute one, I think, the moment that they all stepped on stage and the group hug. And I think from then on, it was just some of it was a blur. You know, it was... uh, yeah, I don't really know that you that there's a better word than emotional. It was uh, yeah. highly emotional. Every emotion, really, yeah. that, that you could feel about the monkeys being thirty plus year fans, um, mm-hmm. and um, all of the feelings from the last four years of touring and everything that's happened since we lost Davy in 2012. And yeah, it was an incredible experience to share with the monkeys and with the entire sold out auditorium there. Very much so. Yeah. And and Mike was in pretty great voice. Yes, he was. He right. sounded amazing and you could you could really see that he was giving this performance a hundred twenty five percent or maybe yeah. hundred thirty seven, I don't know. But um you know, he was amazing and he he did not disappoint one second. Not at all. So did you have a favorite song or a favorite moment that happened on stage? Uh I would have thought that my favorite song would have been Me and Magdalena. Uh, just because it was performed great and, you know, even though I knew it was coming, it was still a bit of a surprise. But I, I don't really know that I could put that above the solo performance of Tapioca Tundra, which was the penultimate song of the uh, second set before the encore. Mm-hmm. Uh, played alone on his um, Gretsch 12-string and just a, a a breathtaking performance that was i don't know that i can say emotional again but <laughs> I, I i really have run out of words it's it's it was completely I, I moving 
Yeah. 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 I think that's, uh, I had pretty much held back a, a, a lot of tears until that moment. Yeah. That was really the moment where it, it really hit me. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was something special to see in person to be sure. It really was. It was an amazing moment. And, and I have so much gratitude that Mike gave that to all of us one more Agreed. time. It was beautiful. He sang it beautifully and it was a real surprise. Mm-hmm. To hear tapioca tundra in that way, very spare, and um, it was just moving, just totally moving. Agreed, totally yeah. agreed. So, so to wrap up, um, you know, how would you sum up what it feels like to be part of this whole monkeys um, fandom and everything that's happened over the last few years? Um, it's it's a it's a it's a comfortable place for me. The monkeys. Uh, have been a part of my life, uh, pretty much all my life, but very closely since I was 13. And there was a, a Christmas where I got all the monkeys albums for Christmas and just sat there Christmas day with my record player and dropping the needle all over, looking for the songs I remembered from the episodes. And I still do very much the same thing now, um, uh, as a more knowledgeable fan, but it's, they, they've always been very close to my heart and very rooted in my childhood, and, and that's very important. And the fact that I can still tap into that and have it still bring me the same joy that it did when I was uh, you know, an early teenager is a, a really special thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I can't add too much more to that because I think um, you know, I've had a really similar experience of um, – you know, really falling into the monkeys around the same time that you did, being mm-hmm. 12, 13 years old. And they've been really important to me and um, really brought me out of some tough things when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been wonderful to experience this sort of resurgence over the last few years that I never expected to have happen. Yeah. Um, and, to, and to discover fans like all of you listening and um the whole zilch crew to be um able to share this with all of you guys has been really special and um we love coming on zilch and we really appreciate ken giving us an opportunity to share our our experiences at this amazing amazing show yeah and i I mean you you have to thank ken for uh you know creating the premier monkeys podcast but more importantly uh if it was not for ken and zilch uh there would be no same page cast That's because it, it brought you and I together. So That's right. uh, lots of wonderful things. And uh, I'm, I'm very appreciative of that and uh, very appreciative of Ken. Absolutely. Tons, tons of gratitude to Ken. Thank you so much, Ken, for having us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jean, thanks you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, all you Zilchers, uh, come by same page cast sometime if you'd like to hear lots of monkeys talk over there. Um, and we just really appreciate having this opportunity to share share our experience with you. Absolutely. So y'all have a great day. Bye.
And this is Fred Velasco, my lovely wife, Linda, wants to say something to you. I just wanted you to know that as soon as I arrived at the Pantages Theater, I ended up handing out the zilch buttons because people were waiting online. And I walked around and I handed out about 20 or 30 of them. And everybody was so excited to receive them. And they were happy that zilch was handing out those buttons so that they can show their support. That was a report from my lovely wife, Linda. Give us a kiss. <laughs> Okay, Ken, I hope you can use that, too. Just me. 
Zilch Nation. My name is Dwayne Tudal, and I've been a fan of the Monkees since I was a kid. I remember in the early 70s, the Monkees being on Saturday morning shows, and I had the cereal boxes with all the singles on them, and I remember predicting to a friend in the early 80s, like 1982 or so, that the Monkees would make a comeback, and I remember my friend laughing at me. But years later, she remembered that I said that to her, and she told me I was right. And I wasn't really concerned if I was right or not. I was just happy that they got back together again, because to me it was... It was like the Beatles getting back together. So the concert. Let me tell you about the Pantages show. First off, the event. This was a huge zilch gathering. Uh, I met a lot of people there. Uh, Christine Carlson Wolf. Uh, meeting her was great, and meeting her and hers, the uh, people she's with. I think it was her daughter. It was a lot of. She was a total blast. Uh, she's a total sweetheart, and she gave out. She was giving out buttons. That's how I got to meet her. Also, she let me talk to Ken on the phone, which uh, was the highlight of the show for me. All right, the highlight of the pre-show for me. That was pretty fun. Uh, I got to meet Richard and Sarah uh, Woloski. I hope I pronounced all these names right. Rose Glidden. Um, I went to the show with my friend Rob and his brother Rich Diaz. I've been to several shows with Rob uh, for the Monkees. This was, to me, my favorite. And I wanted to also, one last thing is, I wanted to thank Peter Weiner, Tina Malove, for introducing me to Mickey Dolans after the show. A lot of us went across the street to the W and got to meet Mickey Dolans, and that was a highlight for so many of us. So so the show. The biggest thing I can say is I've seen the Monkees about seven or times or so, and this was my second favorite show ever. The first was for the reunion with all four at the Universal Amphitheater back in 89, and that probably won't ever be topped, but this was a really, really close second. I want to say thank you to Peter and Mickey, for putting on a one hell of a show, because they could have easily walked through this and we still would have been pretty happy. But they didn't. They gave everything they had. And to uh, Papa Nez for announcing that this was it for him. Um, in life, we don't get a lot of things like that. Things pass without celebration or notice, and we often don't even recognize that they're gone until they aren't there anymore. I didn't know uh, that a random show I saw back in 2011 would be the last time I saw Davey perform. But now I can say I knew that this was, this was Nez's, well, supposedly Nez's last show with the band. Okay, the concert. It was amazing. The highlights for me were probably seeing Nez, who was seated right in front of me. I was in the second row. Uh, watching him smile and watching him relate to Mickey was pretty damn incredible. 
I was surprised there wasn't really much between Nez and Peter, but that, that happens, I guess. They were on different sides of the stage. Um, the Nez stuff, uh, you know, just, just hearing him sing Papa Jean Blues, Mary Mary, What Am I Doing Hanging Around, Listen to the Band. <laughs> it was crazy. The highlight for me, though, was his version of Me and Magdalena. Seeing and watching that and hearing it, knowing this is possibly the last time that Nez and Mickey would harmonize on that, that was a pretty big moment for me. Uh, hearing Davey's voice on a few songs was pretty emotional. Daydream Believer was always one of my favorites, but having all four monkeys participating in it in some form, knowing that this is probably going to be it, was pretty incredible. And having the audience breathe extra life into that was just, it just took it over the top. I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't end the entire show with that one. The end of the show, there was no monkey walk, which was surprising. Uh, there were a lot of hugs, bows, and then Nez walked off to one side, and Peter and Mickey walked off to the other, sort of symbolically, and Nez gave a final wave, and that was that. Um, I was surprisingly not sad. I was filled with joy, and at the moment, it was an amazing time. There was a part of me that was selfishly wants this to say that I was at the final Nez show with the monkeys, but there's a bigger part of me that wants that hopes he rejoins them and hopes he comes back again. Maybe at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Duck the Monkeys uh, or Saturday Night Live or something like that. But this is probably his last full concert with them. Um, no matter what, I, I owe all four of them so much. They brought so much joy to me, so much happiness, and their music is the perfect jukebox for my life. Thanks to all of them, and uh, I, I was able to put together a video for everybody if they wanted, just the first song, but I put together all the different angles, so take a look at that. I hope I get to cut the rest of the video together soon. It takes a lot of time, so hopefully I can get that together. As you know, anyway, I know you guys know how this is because you guys put out a podcast every time. So, and it's great every time. So, you know how much work is involved with this. Thanks for putting my voice in the show, and thank you for everything you guys do. Take care, Zilch Nation. My name is Dwayne Tootle, and I'll be listening to you guys and enjoying the rest of this show. You guys rock. Thanks.
I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce to you one of the greatest bands I've ever played with. Starting over here. You may recognize his last name. <laughs> On guitar and vocals, Mr. Christian Nesmith! And over here on background vocals and percussion, my dearly beloved sister, Coco! Up here on the keyboards, background vocals, institutional memory, he knows every song we ever did. Please say hello to Mr. Dave Alexander.
played our first concert in 1967 in Hawaii. It was the first time we ever played together as a band in front of a concert, an audience like that. When we got out on stage, the crowd roared their approval, and there was something different about what happened that night in my mind. We talked about it when we got off stage a little bit, the four of us, and decided that there was another presence up there with us. Peter thought of it as the monkeys, and we all thought of it as you. So, I went home that night, I went back to the hotel that night, and I wrote a song about it. It uh, didn't make it into the early Monkeys albums, it made it into later albums, and uh, it wasn't exactly the way I had hoped it would come out in the way it was arranged. So what I'd like to do is play you that song now, the way I originally wrote it, and it's original arrangement.
Tomat's got a couple more for you. This one, one of my favorite. Written by an incredible writer for us, Miss Carol King.
This is your intrepid Zilch reporter, Fred Velez. Michael Nesmith posted on his Facebook page some weeks ago that this concert is most likely going to be his final concert as a monkey. So there was a lot of anticipation. The concert was completely sold out. The monkeys, they took their final bows and uh, Mickey and Peter brought Michael into the center so they could be all together. So, And they acknowledged the, the band as they took their real final bows together. Instead of doing the monkey walk, Mickey and Peter exit the exited stage right and Michael exited on his own stage left, which we felt was very symbolic of the fact that he was this was his last time, supposedly his last time as a member of the monkeys. It was a great night, it was an exciting night and an emotional night. Everybody felt this was the end of an era regarding Nesmith. We know he's got other projects and things slated for the future, but regarding his monkey uh, involvement, I, this looks like it was the final time. I'm glad that I was there with my dear wife, Linda, to share this moment, which is definitely a part, a huge part of monkey history. So, and that the fans were there to, to experience it as well. So this is your intrepid Zilch reporter, Fred Velez, signing off from Hollywood. Hooray. We would like to thank you today for listening to this show. The monkeys are something that we've all got to experience together in one way or another. It was something that we all got to share. I want to thank you, the listener, and everybody out there for sharing this with us. We'd also like to thank Davey, Peter, Mickey, and Mike Nesmith for all the entertainment and all of the smiles, whether it was on the TV show or on the stage or on the albums. Thank you so much for bringing so much to all of us. But wait, it's not over. Mickey and Peter and the monkeys are still out there monkeying around. See them on tour. I hope to catch them in November myself. Peter Torque has two Shoe Suede Blues shows coming up. Let's check that out right now. You'll have two, two chances to see Peter Torque and Shoe Suede Blues. In the only two appearances in 2016. Two, two Peter Torque and Shoe Suede Blues shows. Friday. October 14th at Club 66 in Edgewood, Maryland. Show starts at 7 p.m. Come meet Peter Tork and the rest of Shoe Suede Blues. Hang out, dance, and have a good time. Then see them again Sunday, October 16th at the Infinity Music Hall, Hartford, Connecticut at 7.30 p.m. Do not miss these two chances to see Peter Tork up close and personal with Shoe Suede Blues both at Edgewood, Maryland and Hartford, Connecticut. Two, two, Peter Tork and the Shoe Suede Blues. Be there or be square. Don't miss it. The only chance to see Peter Tork and Shoe Suede Blues in 2016. And we hope to be back within the next week with another color cast commentary. Ian Lee and the 7A gang will be stopping by and so much more as only we bring it to you. We will see you on the next episode of Zilch. Thank you for taking this time out to monkey around. And once again, thank you, Davey, Peter, Mickey, and Mike. See ya. And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. 
Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the Monkees or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Bird. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around. Hello, friends of Zilch. I'm Craig. And I'm Megan. And if you're looking for even more Monkeys content, you can find us at Same Page Cast. On the Pods and Sods Network at iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Skywalkers. Hey, hey, Zilch Nation. Are you looking for a fun-filled Star Wars and Disney podcast? Well, if you answered yes, then join me, Richard Woloski, and my sweetie wife, Sarah, on Skywalking Skywalking Through Through Neverland. We are the family-friendly Star Wars and Disney podcast that brings you entertaining stories from creators and fans. And we're also big monkey fans, too. So, of course, we have to slip in some monkey stories and interviews, like our discussion with director James Frawley. We also would go to the beach, for example, with the four boys. And I would just say, okay, roll down the hill. <laughs> do a funny walk. Did you create the monkey walk? Yeah, I mean, we did it together. You can hear us every week. We are Skywalking Through Neverland, wherever podcasts are played, and at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. We look forward to having you in our Skywalker family. And always remember, Neverland Never on, on Alderaan. Alderaan. Or Mammoth Studios. I get that now. <laughs>